This episode of the Everything is Marketing podcast is brought to you by the Stanley Cup winning Chicago Blackhawks. Why? Because the cup. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, I know I've been away for a minute, and I promised to rectify that situation. Uh, there was a lot of planning that went into session. I will talk about session tomorrow uh, in perpetuity, so you'll hear a lot of the insider baseball, if you will, of, of what went into that and what we got out of that. But uh, on top of that, as you can hear, I've got sex voice going on because the allergies are killing me. So um, I was trying to nurse my voice back to health to be able to do this in the proper fashion, but it turns out that... Um, that's not in the cards, so we're just going to do it. We are two weeks away from Apple Music coming out, and lots of people are uh, getting me on uh, both Facebook and my email and Twitter asking me my thoughts on, you know, what do I think is going to happen? I even We have uh, a new crop of interns who are awesome, by the way, and uh, even they were like, hey, what, you know, what do you think about Apple Music? And here's what I think. The news coming out of the UK that um, the three-month trial period, so if you haven't been paying attention, what's going to happen on June 30th is Apple is going to let you jump into Apple Music for 90 days for free, which I think is a huge win for them. Why? Well, because it's easy. And anyone who knows how the internet works, the easier it is, the better chance you have at success. So I've already got your credit card information. I've already got your user information. I've already got you connected to iTunes. Do you want to try this for three months? Say yes. All you have to do is click yes and you're in. Most people are going to give that a try. Where the rubber meets the road, obviously, is at day 91. How many of those people, A, forget you know, now we're getting into gym membership discussion. You know, a lot of gym memberships, um, some of them are built specifically on the fact that you will forget the electronic fund fa- transfer that's set up to your bank account and stop going to the gym but still pay the gym so they don't care, right? Same sort of logic here. How many people are going to forget that their iTunes is linked to iTunes Music or Apple Music, I should say, and forget to unhook it on day 91 and start paying. And how long will they pay? Then you've got the other crop of people that are going to use it and go, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to get in here and play around with this. And on day 91, they're glad to give you $10 and check it out. Here's the problem. The news coming out of the UK is that Apple has asked indie artists to forgo any sort of revenue during the free trial period. And you're thinking, oh, well, indie artists, who cares, right? This isn't our indie artists meaning like your brother's band that plays in the garage. That's not what they're talking about. These are artists like Adele, who's not on a major label per, per se. Franz Ferdinand, not on a major label per se. Those sort of boutique labels, that's who they're asking. Hey, could you just, you know, take a 90-day pay cut? And the other problem for artists is this Apple Music sits alongside iTunes. And so if you have the opportunity to listen to all of the music for free for 90 days, do you think you're going to buy a lot of music? Because I don't, I don't think you are. And when you look at how far Spotify is ahead of everybody else, 20 million paid subscribers, and that's not a lot given the amount of people that, let's say, are on uh, Facebook, right? 20 million compared to over a billion. It's not apples to oranges. However, they're leagues ahead of everybody else, and they were at 15 million subscribers in January of this year. So from January to June, they've went up 5 million subscribers. And while we've reported about the actual losses in the business side, the user side, they've got a little bit of growth happening, which is good for them. Um, they still have some issues, as most of them do. And I think, and this is what I said yesterday when one of the interns asked me what I think the, the issue is with these music services. And I think the issue is radio. 
one of the things that radio has done really well for a long, 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 long time before streaming music became a thing was curation. You would go to radio in order to discover new music. Now, we can talk about all of the politics having to do with record labels and how those records ended up on the radio, but that's not for here. We'll do that another time, I promise, because it's one of my favorite things. But for here, for what we're talking about is... Elvis would get on the radio and people would hear Elvis and then they would buy Elvis. They would discover Elvis through the radio. Now, 98% of Americans are still using radio in some way, shape, or form. And most of the cars, as you heard me talking to the guys from the DADA, the Detroit Auto Dealers Association, most of the cars in this country on the road are at least 12 years old. So we're a ways away from the bulk of the population switching to Wi-Fi-enabled cars. There will be some of us that will jump on board as fast as possible, and some already have, but we've got a fleet that averages around 12 years. So you got some time that radio still has some legs. And while radio is still doing this discovery engine thing, none of these apps do it very well. Not even Spotify. And I'll give you a real world example. Yesterday, Nate Roos, lead singer of Fun, put out an album. I am a huge fan of Fun, wanted to check out his album. I went to Spotify to the new releases and it hadn't refreshed. It hadn't loaded. So I went, okay, well, that's really weird. Go back to the search engine, type in Nate's name, and there's the album. So when you're talking about a discovery engine, if I can't go to new releases and actually see new releases, that's a problem. It's not a problem that iTunes and Apple Music is going to have because those are going to be interlaced uh, in a way that Spotify obviously is not. But the curation and the discovery is the thing that's missing in all of these. If you go to Spotify, we'll use them as an example again, Sean Parker is probably the best example or one of the best examples of how this thing should work. He has a playlist that people go to check out in mass to discover new music because he's proven himself as somebody who finds new music. I believe he was one of the first people on earth to put Lord into a playlist and that's kind of how it got discovered. Somebody in the radio universe listened to Sean Parker's playlist, heard Lord, Lord ends up on alternative radio and then ports its way over to top 40 and there you have Lord on the Hunger Games soundtrack, MTV Music Awards, Grammys, all of that stuff. That comes from curation, and that comes from discovery. And those are things that I think all of these streaming services are failing at miserably. And Beats tried to do it with this emotional algorithm where it would uh, kind of guess what sort of mood you're in and serve you songs or artists or albums that it thinks you might like. And I discovered and enjoyed some of that stuff, but more often than not, it wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. You ended up in um, what my friend Ken Evans calls in the internet – the echo chamber, right? You would listen to the same artists over and over and over again. So if you wanted to listen to Run the Jewels, it would say, oh, well, Zach Taylor Rose was in there. So then you will listen to Rage Against the Machine. And then after Rage Against the Machine, you'll listen to Cypress Hill. After Cypress Hill, you'll listen to NWA. After NWA, maybe we'll kick you up to kick Quicksand. And then you just go in this circle and you never jump out of that bubble to actually discover new music. They're all sonically the same and they all keep you in this ecosystem because they want to hedge their bets on things that you will like. But if you're like me, and you really want something that helps you discover new music without doing all this legwork, legwork like having to go to iTunes and see what albums are out, then go back to Spotify to look them up individually because they're not actually in the new releases, this, to me, is where I think the services are totally broken. And I'm not sure Apple is the one that's going to fix it. How Apple has advantages? Oh, there's, there's plenty of them. One, like I said, they've got all your information, and the fact that you can just click yes and jump in for 90 days is going to be a good thing for them. They'll have a large test subject to play around in Apple Music, which is a good thing because it looks like they've got some issues to work out, and they'll have 90 days to work it out before you uh, worry about 
giving them $10 a month. They also have peripherals that you'll like. How will Apple Music work with the watch? You know, Siri is going to be able to find music for you. And if Siri can find music for you in a more profound way than she currently does, because she's not doing it very well right now on your phone, if these two services are linked and updated a little bit, that you can actually do that, that becomes an interesting thing as you're riding along in your car with your Bluetooth-enabled devices telling your watch what sort of songs you want to listen to. You're essentially, now you're, on, you're a DJ who doesn't have to touch a device. And that's something that Spotify can't do yet. Now, eventually, they'll be able to do that, but right now, they're not doing that. So I think the fact that they have wearables that are already in market that you can play around with and the fact that they have all of your information and all you have to do is click yes are all big things that Apple has going for them. Everybody who has actually had to use it or gotten to use it outside of the demo that they uh, launched two weeks ago is not overly impressed. But, I mean, I don't know how many people were overly impressed by Spotify. And I certainly wasn't somebody who was overly impressed by Tidal. That doesn't mean these guys are going to go away. Some of the things that Tidal's doing are interesting. Uh, pairing up with Ticketmaster to give you early shots at tickets. I mean, if you love going to concerts, the fact that the app is kind of overpriced and doesn't have a freemium model, maybe you want in that because you want to get access to all of these tickets. And if they clearly could get you access to all of these tickets with uh, Jay-Z's connection to Live Nation and Ticketmaster, there's a, there's a membership model there and one that I think a lot of people would pay for that has nothing to do with the music service. That's interesting to me, much more interesting than lossless MP3s. Uh, because I, I, you know, the sound quality I think is lost on 99.9% of people that consume music digitally. Spotify with the running app I think is very cool. I'm not really sure about the app that they were banting about this week, where um, it would guess what music you would like if you were, um, you know, listening to music in the 60s. I think that would be app creep in my estimation because it's something that I don't really need and or want. That said, a very fun time for music fans to find out which one of these things are going to win and what is music going to look like as we head into 2016. June 30th, that is Apple Music. You should try it out. It's a free trial, and likely you'll just have to say yes. And hopefully by that point, my allergies will have calmed down. Okay, tomorrow, like I promised, we will talk about Session and what happened at Session also this week, we're going to talk to Vaughn Washington. He is uh, one of the guys behind the Kalamazoo Promise currently. They are celebrating their 10th year. If you don't know what the Kalamazoo Promise is, it's if you live in the city of Kalamazoo, Michigan, for X amount of time, they take care of your in-state tuition for whatever college you want to go to for 10 years. Right. We're going to talk about that this weekend. Uh, lots of stuff coming up. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin.